Minä olen Hanne Vuorela. Tämä on Tre jatkuvan oppimisen palveluiden tarjoama henkinen taukojumppahetki sinulle. Osaamisen kehittäjät, nyt korviesi välissä. Welcome Tatiana Minav, assistant professor in Tampere University. Yeah, thank you. Great to be here. Thank you for invitation. You have recently led here in Tampere University a continuing education course about electrification of off-road machinery. Yeah, and it's my passion. I'm doing it for the last 14 years uh, in <laughs> Finland and it was great to be, you know, contribute to our Finnish companies, educating them or let's say boosting them up a little bit. <laughs> Electric cars and buses and trams are very familiar these days to everyone. But when we talk about electric vehicles, we seem to focus on personal and public transport. But apart from these, there are many other vehicles that could use electricity as a power source. Uh, what does it mean and what are we talking about when we talk about off-road machinery? Yeah, I would say, like you already told, electrification is penetrating our life. And I would say many of Tamperelainen <laughs> already using the trams and uh, hear the sounds of accelerating or seeing Tesla car on the crossing mm-hmm. and hearing that it's a very smoothly, pretty quietly, I would say, starting up. But off-road is actually any vehicles which do not use, uh, let's say, normal roads, Uh, we can talk about uh, any kind of vessels, we can talk about airspace, we can talk about forestry, agricultural, mining, ports. I would say all of these machines are, who are in this environment could be classified as off-road or non-road or also known as a heavy-duty machinery. And the difference is they're pretty different, I would say, in functionality what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're using them for lifting, manipulating, uh, carting, uh, drilling. Basically, it's machines which would kind of expand human facilities. It's not only for driving, but more like do something working with it. And uh, unique in them because it's so many of them because we want to do so many stuff and the sizes we really I mean usually joking to the students you know we have nano micro and other sizes which just can go to 20 stones machines <laughs> and uh, this is for the challenge the variety of them how many of them and sizes of these machiners well this kind of particular field of machinery has not been yet very much in focus when we talk about electrification of machinery. Why is that, you think? It's coming again from variety, because let's say if you think about the cars, um, mm. the size is pretty much standard. We have specific uh, uh, needs, of acceleration, um, speed, distance. It's pretty much. But in this machine, because they do so much different task and this is why um, the forces which they're creating environment where they're working you know when we're talking in agriculture it's open field but you know where it is <laughs> America, Australia or <laughs> uh, um, the same some machines are working in very hot environment 
Brazil, tropics, or are we talking about Alaska, Canada, with minus temperatures, high humidity, deserts, meaning these machines are working in so many different environments and their different functions, meaning penetration of electrification would very challenge in that. And we do not have any standards there in this particular case. Awesome. Well, as you said, one of the most interesting issues in this subject here in Finland, of course, is the extreme weather conditions. Um, For example, the forest machinery is operated in cold weather in the winter and the agricultural machinery also in the summer when there is extreme heat. Is it possible to use this kind of electrified heavy machinery in the same way as traditional diesel operated machinery? I would say yes and no. <laughs> From yes, uh, point that we can achieve parts and there's the benefits, but um, minus would be, you know, not the same time. Mm. Uh, as you know, diesel is pretty common. Uh, we can easily recharge it, basically, at the fuel. In electric one, if you're in the middle of forest or very mm. far in the field, if you don't have plug, <laughs> you will have a very much uh, limits on that. And you do not want to end up, you know, run out of energy in the middle of your work. And uh, this is also one of the challenges that power and energy density of electric solution is not corresponding to the diesel itself. Mm that there will be always more weight, more price, more investment for any electric uh, systems compared to conventional systems. Mm. You are now leading a course called Zero Emission Hybrid Mobile Machinery in Tampere University Continuing Education Unit. And there seems to be a growing demand for this kind of education for industry. Yeah, uh, I would say If we go back to the history, this course uh, started much early. I was done at the previous university, and now it was heavily modified at, in order to respond needs actually of industry in Tampere uh, and convert it to be heavily on off-road machinery. And there's a needs, and uh, we see the trends responding from the market for, let's say, five years uh, very strongly. Many. Uh, competitors for Finland and uh, global players are release uh, electric or hybrid topology. And in Finland, we do have a companies which great uh, impact. They have released their own products or announcing that it will be released. But I would say the companies are still needed supports and uh, our freshly graduated students uh, can make impact in the company, but I would say if most of the company will have the same knowledge as our recently graduated, this is where we can achieve really great revolution if we can talk (laughs) about it. (laughs) Mm. Did the initiative to start this kind of um, education come from the industry? I would say yes. In addition to, you know, customer response, you know, when your customers are coming to you to like, we like your product, but we want to have it more ecological, more green, their companies not to make uh, impact. But if there, there is no um, resources educated on that, mm. that's where I would say challenges are coming. And this course, I would say, was developed to that to bring 
everyone to the same knowledge because I think another challenge uh, in this electrification because this off-road machinery is very complex. We are not only talking about electric, we're talking about mechanical, about control, we're talking about hydraulics. Mm. It's a very, I would say, system of the system when we're talking about the parts and when we need to bring Sorry, revolution. <laughs> we need to really uh, bring everyone on the board. And like I pointed out, that we do not have a perfect solution. We, let's say, we inspired by all of these electric cars. But uh, when we're bringing to off-road world, we need to adjust it because of environment, where it's working, price, all of this, uh, bringing it kind of layers after layers. And I would say in my course, I'm trying to bring all these excellent engineers in their domain, but make them understand others, because this is a team work on creating new or even retrofitting old ones. And I'm trying to bring them to the same planes that they talk the same language, understand each other, and find this kind of way out of maybe end stop but open new road <laughs> for development have you received any feedback from the course from the students um i would say they like a lot because i'm not conventional finnish teacher at <laughs> least <laughs> uh, um, there was a lot of comments about my energy and kind of inspiring them but i think it's part of me <laughs> and uh, another part was that Uh, they got this um, common background, which allowed them to communicate. Because usually in these courses, we do have people from different departments, which not often meet inside the company. And it's kind of inter uh, kind of company connections to the different groups. And uh, it was allows them, you know, to get the same knowledge together. And there is still space to improve because uh, in real life, I would say each lecture is actually should correspond to one single course. And now we was, I would say, like taking the best parts, the cherries, which, you know, you should know in order to go forward. And I would say my courses develop that way that it will inspire people to, you know, learn more outside the course mm. and uh, get uh, more information and maybe having some additional meetings outside and talk to each other and uh, find a way out. Mm. So it's not all about education, it's also about networking. I would say, yeah. Mm. I I always in this course, I'm telling like, I'm not your knowledge source. I'm your person here who will make you to talk to each other because you're all experts. I see them like experts because they know the best their machines, they know the best their product, but they don't talk to each other. And crazy ideas and innovation is coming from the moment when people talk. Mm-hmm. But they may be a little bit pressed to the corner. You have 10 minutes. Make <laughs> me design. <laughs> I even had some people contacting me afterwards because they wanted to learn more. They wanted to that I point out, you know, what other courses they could do or some uh, books or articles to read in order to continue. Because I would say I succeed in a shade a curiosity what else could be done or what I could improve myself. Mm, But that's wonderful. 
yeah, I was from pedagogical point of view, it's perfect. <laughs> I I feel like that, like I have done my work. Uh, I would say maybe I didn't bring a knowledge that they can go and do, but I initiate a wish to do it, mm. which is more uh, long run, more effective. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Is electricity now the main focus in the development in this field, or are there other zero emission options available in the future? Yeah, um, I would say companies are very blindly following what they hear from news, and there is a little bit of this uh, kind of electric electricity, electric solution batteries is only one, but I would say success story would be if companies would be open for other technologies. Because when we're talking about hybrid, it's not only electric hybrid. They can be hydraulic hybrid, which is also pretty much mature technology and could be maybe in some cases more easily adapted to off-road machinery. We can talk about other prime movers, like you mentioned, uh, hydrogen, uh, fuel cells. And there is an interest and uh, some developments, but unfortunately not so strongly supported in Finland. We do not have charging stations to (laughs) go to refuel. Uh, Despite we do have already products uh, on the market for fraud machinery, which is fuel cells, hydrogen powered. There is options, uh, the solutions, and uh, I would say industry is in transitions. Um, Many industries already admitted, let's say, in our conversation with the company that hybrid is just intermediate. Electric or, you know, fully electrified is the future, but when we will be there? Some companies see it five years, some see 20 years. Scale is big and we need to find a solution for that. And I need to grow people who can can do it. And I believe you are doing a good job doing it. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for companies for their support and the curiosity. <laughs> thank you for joining us, Assistant Professor Tatiana Minav. Yep. You're welcome. Osaamisen kehittäjät nyt korviesi välissä.